Working. Baruch Hashem. Okay, good morning. We're learning Maime Kisavayu, Tavshin Yud Gimel. We are towards the end of Seif Beis, on page Kufnan Aleph, where it says, Umamshech Pizaya. So the Rebbe here is explaining what it says in the Zoya. Right? What does it say in the Zoya? That there's a Dargo of a Melech Ilah, a king above, and there's a Kayin below him that serves, that serves the king. And then there's a Melech Tata, there's a king below, or a Melech Lesata. And there's also another level of a Kayin that serves him. So Tiller, the Rebbe explained, two Pshatim, what this Dargo of Melech Le'Elo means. One Pshat is that it refers to Adam Kadmon, that's the source of the Melucha of the world. And the Kayin that serves below him is Chachmed Atzilus. The second shot that Rebbe brought was that the Melech Le'ela refers to the sphere of Bina. And then the Kayin that serves below is the Midas that receive, or actually they receive, and they also return to the, to the Darg of Bina. The Rebbe explained an interesting in you, to this Meshamish, uh, a Kayin that serves, that when you serve, you're giving, you're giving a service, but like a, a servant that serves, he's really receiving from his master. That's the point of him serving. And it's the same thing over here, whether it's Chachmed Atzilus, whether it's the Midas Lamaila, that they are a Halas Man. They are like an inspiration from below to bring more of Ashpah from the source, from the Melech, down into the world. So that was the Pshat of the Melech Leila. Two Pshatim from Melech Leila and the Kayin that serves under the king or that serves the king. Adar Abba continues and explains the next part of the Zayar, where it says that there's a Melech Lesata, and there's a Kayin that serves that Melech Lesata. Let's continue. Mamshach B'Zayar, Shom, continues there in Zayar, and then it says, Is Melech Lesata, there's a king on a lower level, the Iyu Kegavne Dahu Melech which is corresponding to the king that there is above. O Tuchusei, and below this king, is Kayin the Mishamashle. There's also a Kayin that serves there as well. And this is the Raza, the Mechol, Kanarab. This is the secret of Malach Mechol, which is a Kayin Gadol. And what does he do as a Kayin Gadol? Shemakriv Neshamis HaTzadikim Al-Gabi HaMizbeach. He elevates and sacrifices the Neshamis of Tzadikim on the Mizbeach that exists Lamaila, in Eilam Abriyat, the place where the Malachim are. That's the Melech Lesata, and the Kayin over there as well. So the Rebbe explains, Melech Lesato, so when it says here in Zoyar, Melech Lesato, and it doesn't spell out what it's speaking about, so what is the level? Hubechines Malchus Datsilos. It refers to the Melucha of Atsilos, that's called Melech Lesato, because this is sort of the last gateway that goes out into the world, into the place of Bria, Yitzira, Asiya, which are called Pirud. They're separated from the source. Malchus of Atsilos <coughs> is part of the world of Atsilos that's unified with Debishter, and that's the Melech. On the low, the Malchus, on the lowest level, that brings it down into the Elamis. <coughs> a Malach Machal. This is the third, third <coughs> That's correct. That's a third level of Malchus. <coughs> Sorry. A Malach Machal, which is Kanarabe, as we said, Malach Machal, which is a Kayan Gadl, who begins Chesed Bria. He is connected, is related to Chesed in the world of Bria. And for who? Makriv, Neshomis Atzadikim, Al Gabi Amizbeach. And he's the one that brings and elevates the neshamis of the tzaddikim on the mizbeach. Shuhu inyan haloas man shalavedus on neshamis. So this is the inspiration and the elevation that comes from below through the avedus of aved of the tzaddikim of the neshamis in this world. Shemalach mochal myloisam lebechines malchus datzilus. He elevates these neshamis to the level of malchus datzilus. 
This inspiration brings a, a further and greater hamshacha from Malchus that there is an Atzilus down to Bia. Like the point we said earlier, that when you're Mishamish, so you elevate, you give, you provide, and at the same time you also draw down. You draw down a new Ashpa from Malchus to Atzilus into the lower elements. <coughs> The purpose of the creation of the worlds of and the creation comes about through Malchus Datsilos, it's for the purpose of the Nishamis in this world to come along and, and serve the Ebishter. As we quoted before, what it says in the Medrash, who does the Ebishter consult with? Regarding creation, with the Nishamis of the Tzadikim, which means that Abishtah envisions and sees the pleasure that he has with the Aveda of Tzadikim in this world. So, the purpose of all the levels of Malchus, really, that we're talking about here, the three levels of Malchus, the Malchus of Adam Kadmain, the Malchus of Bino, which is also called Malchus, but that's a Malchus Le'ela, and then the Malchus Lesato, the Malchus of Atsilis, which goes down into Biyah, the purpose is for the Aveda of Tzadikim. Through the inspiration and the elevation of the Aved of Tzadikim in this world, to the level of Malchus above, this in turn then brings a greater Ashpa from Malchus into the worlds below, since the purpose of the sphere of Malchus and the creation through Malchus is being fulfilled. So that intensifies the Ashpa of Malchus. This is the highest that comes from Malchus constantly into the world and it creates the Elam Mizbiyah and it gives even additional, through the Aveda it brings additional Kayach into Elam Mizbiyah through the Aveda of Tzadikim that gets elevated through the Kayin Gadol, just like in the Beis HaMikdash. The Kayin Gadol is the one that elevates all the Aveda of the Yidin. So Malach Machal elevates the Aveda of the Yidin in this world to Malchus Datsilus and brings down an additional Ashpa into the world. So all these, these three levels are basically accomplishing the same thing by yeah. through the tzaddikim in, in the world. Yeah, and it's just three different levels which the Rebbe will explain in the Hemshech of the Maimer starting from Oiz Dalet. Yeah, but in between, in Oiz Gimel here, we're going to learn Mamish a subject on this week's Parsha. The main subject this week's Parsha is the Big Day Kohona. And that's what Oiz Gimel is all about. What's the Indian of the Big Day Kohona? <coughs> This that the Kayin serves, in the language of desire that the Kayin serves below the, the king. This is through the garments. The Kayin comes into the base of Mikdash just with the garments. And this is the expression that it says in the Zaya, in Parshish Vayachi, it says, And this week's Parsha, you should make the holy garments for the Kayin Godel. And those holy, why, why they called Big Day Kaidesh? Because it's similar to the way these garments are above in the Ruchnizdiga worlds. There's a Kain Gadl that's above in the Ruchnizdiga worlds and Kain Gadl Lesata. And there's a Kain Gadl that's here below serving in the Beis HaMikdash. Levushin the Yukar Le'ela. There are these garments of, of, of glory or the holy and the uh, honorable garments that there is above in the Ruchnizdiga worlds. And Levushin the Yukar Lesata. And these honorable garments that the Kain Gadol wears here below in this world. Okay, so you see here, according to the Zayar, that going back to the point that it said here, that the Kain serves. 
this Nakoda that when you serve, you're doing two things. You're giving and then you receive. That, that, that's the Musag of serving. This serving of the Kayin Godel is dafka with the garments. And both here in this world, the Kayin has to wear special garments. And above as well, the Kayin has to wear these special garments. Uh, actually, no. It's the Kayin himself is Chesed. The Kayin himself is Indian of Chesed, right? That's that's what it says over here. Huh? Doesn't, where does he say Chesed? No, but the Prophet said it's called Okay, Malach Mokhal is, is the, that's, uh, he's the Kayin Gadol. He's the Kayin Gadol Lamail. So the Kayin Gadol Lamata is Chesed, and the Kayin Gadol Lamail is also Chesed. The garments is a different Indian. The Rebbe will explain now. The garments the Kayin Gadol wears is not an Indian of Chesed. It's a Lavush. <coughs> what is Lavush Shemar? The Rebbe will explain. I know what this means is Shekol in Yone Ha'avayda Shehoyu Bebeisam Mikdash Ha'yu Ha'yadeh Levush All of the Ha'avayda in the Beisam Mikdash was through the garments that the Kayin wears B'chol HaKayinim This includes all Kayinim that they have to wear the four garments B'frat B'Kayin Gadol Shehoyu Merube B'Gadim Especially the Kayin Gadol that he has to wear more garments the eight, the eight B'Gadim And the Rabbi explains that there were two time periods in the Beisam Mikdash with the Kayin Gadol there was, there was a time in the first place of Mikdash where the Kayin was anointed with a Shemana Mishcha, special oil, that he was a Kayin that was a Meshuach, anointed, like it was by Aaron Kayin. But then in a later time period, I'm not sure exactly when this changed, I think it was even still during the first place of Mikdash, where they did not use, they did not have, and they did not use the Shemana Mishcha anymore. And the only thing that was unique about the Kayin Gadol was the fact that he wore extra garments. So the Rebbe says, Even in the time period when they did have this uh, special oil that was used to anoint the Kayin Gadol, that wasn't enough. He still had to wear the eight garments that the Kayin Gadol wears. This means, Even though you had this oil that he was anointed with, and what does this oil represent? This oil represents Amshacha, a revelation that comes from above in Asarusa de Leila. Before the Kayin Gadol puts on these garments and serves, which is something that he's doing from below, the Kayin Gadol dressing himself up, and preparing appropriately and coming in the pro- proper honorable way into the Vesamikdash, there's a revelation from above. That's the anointing of the Shemana Mishcha. The like Kayin Rubbibigadamulvad, which is unlike the Kayin in a later time period where he was not anointed. And the only way that you saw that he's a Kayin Gadol, what was unique about him was the fact that he wore extra garments. Whatever extra revelation this Kayin Gadol brings into the world is through the garments, the extra garments that he wears. So even by the Kayin Gadol that did get anointed with the Shemana Mishcha, he has to have also those special garments to wear. So we see that this is, uh, this is ma'akib, this is a critical thing, the Kayin Gadol, b'chalal by the Kayin, you can't do the Aveda without the Big Day Kahuna. If you do the Aveda without Big Day Kahuna, the Aveda is possible. Especially the Kayin Gadol, that has to wear the extra Big Day Kahuna, so that that's the whole Aveda could only be done through these Begadim. Valach has come and most definitely the significance of the Begadim that the Kayin wears is Mishanigna Shemana Mishcha. Once the Shemana Mishcha was hidden, so now the only, the only thing that's special that we can see about the Kohen Gadol is the begotten that he wears. The only thing that makes this, this, this kind different than the rest of the Kohen are the extra garments that he wears. So what are these begotten? 
They've forgotten that the Kayin wears these garments. This is a certain part, a certain Eifin. Uh, in the Yasarusa de Lusata of the Kayin here below, to bring about, to inspire, and to, <coughs> to bring an Yasarusa de Lusata to draw down the light from above. <coughs> yeah, exactly. It's not only the actual Avaida that the Kayin Gadol did in the base of Mikdash, bringing the Karbanis and all the Avaida that he did every single day, that draws down that Amshacham Mumayla. That's obvious, the Karbanis and everything. But the, the, the very fact that he wears these Begadim, that itself is a part of the Isairus, of the Sarusa de Lasata that he, that he does to bring down the Ermal Maila. So just like this is true about the Kayin in this world. That the only way his Avaid is accepted and his Kasha is through the Begadim that he wears. So it's the same thing also regarding the Zayr that we quoted before, that there's a Kayin Lamaila. There's Malach Machal Lamaila, which is also a Kayin serving the Maila. And then there's a Kayin even higher than that. There's a levels of Kayin above. So this, that the Kayin serves above, it's through garments. What are these garments? Shehema parsois. The garments are these curtains that separate from one level to the next. In order to be able to bring down a level of light from one world to another, <coughs> you have to have these garments, or in this case it's parsois, which are curtains that, that are like garments that separate one world from the other. And the Rav explains, What's the concept of wearing a, a, a clothing, a garment? The point is to cover you, to dress you and cover you. But, on the other hand though, the idea of a garment is not to cover you, to hide you, to conceal you. When a person gets dressed properly, then he could appear. He can come out and, and appear to others. When a person is not dressed, so he remains private for himself. When you're dressed, then you can be begilui. So if so, you ask the question, what is the music, what's the concept of a garment? To hide or to reveal? It's both. On one hand, it covers you. At the same time, though, the purpose of the garment is to reveal. But not, not to reveal to yourself, though. To reveal to another. To, that you dress yourself up to be revealed appropriately to, to be able to relate to someone else. I know what this means is, The fact that you're revealing yourself to someone else, that comes by dressing yourself up, by concealing. When a person dresses himself accordingly, when he reveals himself to another, that's because he isn't the way he is himself, privately, for himself. He's dressing himself up and he's minimizing the full intensity of his own being in order to be tsugepast, in order to be there that someone else could relate to you. <coughs> that's the concept of a lavosh. So just like this concept of Lavush literally is here in this world, so it's the same also above. When you're not precise, these are the curtains that separate one world from another. So on one hand, these curtains are a separation. Like a, like a curtain in a room that separates from one and another, from one area to another. But it's It's through these curtains they serve a purpose. They serve the purpose to draw down. Like the Rebbe explained earlier in the Maimon, the idea of serving is that you serve and then you receive. As a result of the fact that you serve, you draw down a greater Ashba. So it's the same thing with these parsois, that there's a shimush, so there's the elevation that comes from below, from the lower world, and then 
and then through the inspiration and the elevation that comes from below, it draws down a higher level from above. Elamai, what happens when there's, a, when there's a revelation that comes from above? Without the Sarusa de Lasata, what happens then? What does it say in Chesidus? The Rebbe doesn't tie Chereser Barichis, but in the Kudu that it's explained in Chesidus, when you get to why is it that you need an Asarusa de Lasata in order to have an Asarusa de Leila? Because if you just have the Asarusa de Leila without an Asarusa de Lasata, which happens also, before every Asarusa de Lasata, there is an Asarusa de Leila that comes before that. But that Asarusa de Leila does not affect and reach the person on his level. It comes down into the world, Bederach Makif. Why? Because since it did not come as, a, it wasn't a result and an inspiration of the person's Aveda from below, so the person is not a Kali for it. He's not connected to it. It comes Mulmailo, Bederach Makif, and then the person has to take that Asarusad Leila, which is Bederach Makif, and work from below with an Asarusad Lisata. That's the concept that Chassidus usually speaks about. Over here, there's a similar point that Rebbe is saying, but a little bit different. It's not only the fact that the person is not a Kali. A Gilui that comes Mulmailo, it comes Mulmaila and it's not even paying attention to the matzah of the place where it, coming, where it comes into. The concept of something which comes Mulmaila means that it's coming on the Abish's terms. Wherever it comes, it's, it's, the Abish's reality is, is being brought into this place. When there's a Gilui, that's a result of an Asarusa de Lasato, so here that revelation is going to be focused on reaching the matzah. Yes, it was caused by the Sarusa de Lasata, so then that's a Gilui that connects and is, is coming, has to, has to come and be designed and uh, tailored according to what the Mata, the is below, that inspired this Amshacha, could handle. That, that's the concept of a Sarusa de Lasata, that I inspire Amshacha on my level, that, that the Tachtoin should be able to receive it. So that's what's happening over here when the Rebbe says that the Parsois, the parsois, these curtains that there are between one world and another, what is this? This is the shimush. This comes through a sarusa de la sata. When there's an asarusa de la eila, there are no parsois. The sarusa, mitzah, the Eibishter's perspective, there's no tzimtzum, there's no parsois. By the Eibishter, atzillus, asiya, all the world, it's all the same thing. It's all, Eibishter creates it and he gives it a chais every moment. It's all included in the Eibishter's achtos. From the Eibishter's perspective, there's no parsois. From a person below, when we are me'ayr that the Ebesha should give us amshacha, over here that amshacha comes through parsois, because that's the only way that we can receive it. So therefore the, the inyan of the levushim is the nature of a giloy that comes through the shimush, through our aveda below. Behainu, so what this means is, shechibura elyin v'atachten b'cholam adregis anal. Bringing together the Elyon, the Ashpah from the Eibishter, with the Tachtun below, that it shouldn't just come from the Eibishter's initiative, but it should also be come down and, and get connected to the level of the Tachtun here below. On all the levels that we spoke about before, starting from Achshav Akdum at Ak, going down to Atzilus, and then in the end of Atzilus and Tibriya, and all the levels mentioned before. Heim Binyana Allah, as far as the elevation that comes from below, and there are various different points to this Allah. The Rebbe mentioned before, there's a halal, there's an inspiration that comes, so to speak, within the Before there's actually the Aveda here below in this world, there's already an inspiration from Chochmah Datsilas and from Malach Mochol Lamaila. Malach Mochol is not exactly his Eiris Mineyu Bey. Mineyu Bey is still within the Lakus itself, within the Abishta himself, the process of a certain his Eiris of the Abishta Kaviyachal imagining and seeing what's going on in the future. That's the, and then there's the Halal Shemichutzmi Menu, the Halal that comes through the actual Aveda of the Yidin and the Tzadikim in this world. 
and vehem bin yinam hamshache, and then as a result of this of this asarusa de lasata, it brings about a hamshache from above. Harizav shali is like the aparsa dafke. This is only possible when you have this curtain. Over here, the curtains separate, and in each world, it allows the light to come and enter into that world according to what this world could handle. Uh, we could only connect through these parsois. From our Aveda below, we can't connect dire directly without this parsa. It's just, uh, just like Mumayla Lamata, the Amshacha comes down from the Ebeshe to us through these parsois. <coughs> And it doesn't reach us directly. It could come by Derech Makiv, but to reach our is here to, to connect, it has to be through the Parsois. Same thing Lamaila, when we reconnect back, it goes through these Parsois. It has to pass through all these Tzimtzumim. That's the reality of who we are. Okay, so now the Rebbe comes back to the three points that was mentioned earlier in the Maimar. Benigayat to the Melech, the Darg of Malchus, and the Koyin that serves the Melech. So explained earlier, that the Kayin that serves, the inspiration, the elevation that comes from below, so this is in three levels. From the world of Atsilus, and from there there's a Halo, there's an elevation to Adam Kadmai. And Lebino. then in the world of Atsilus itself, from the level of Zah, which are the Midas of the Ebishter, so from there, there's an inspiration that comes to Bina. And then, And then from the lower worlds of Bia, which includes also our Aveda here below, so from there, there's an inspiration and an elevation that comes to Eilam Atzilus, which Malach Machal brings and elevates. Shehem, in the Lashon of the Zoyar, Tlas Almin, the Islei Lekut These are the three worlds that Eibishter has. So it's interesting, I mean, usually the Tlas Almin, what are the three worlds that Eibishter has that Chesidah speaks about? Besides Atzilus, is Bri Yitzira But here the Rebbe is saying that the Tlas Almin is connected to these three levels going from Adam Kadmain to Atzilus, in Atzilus itself, from Bina to Midis, and then from Atzilus to Bia. Those are the three worlds that the Zay speaks about. On each one of these levels, when you transition from one level to the next, there has to be a curtain that separates. There's a curtain that separates between what's above Atzilus and Atzilus. And then there's a separation between Moichen and Midis. And then there's a separation between Atzilus and Biyah. And then and it's through these curtains Nase Inyan Hashimush, that's where you can serve and inspire and bring these revelations, Bukhal Anal and all these three levels. Similar to the Kayin. When the Kayin serves, he can't just walk into the base of Mikdash, he has to dress himself properly. So too the Aveda that inspires and brings down the Amshacha from above, it has to be through these parsais. Yeah, we'll see the Hamshachayim, but just to point out one interesting thing over here, which is maybe not like what you would, not like what you would expect, the Rebbe says that there's a parsa between Moichin and Midas. It's understood that between what's before Atzilus and Atzilus, there's a parsa. Atzilus is a new world. It's ten spheres in Atzilus. Before Atzilus, there's no ten spheres the way it exists in the world of Atzilus, Bechlal. Then between Atzilus and Biyah, again it's a new world. The Chiddush over here is that even within Atzilus itself, between Moichin and Midas, it's the ten spheres within one world. Nevertheless, there as well, there's also a parsa. The difference, the separation that there is between Meichen and Midas is so great that in a sense, it's similar to the separation that there is between before Atzilus and between after Atzilus and Biyah. 
That's the Chiddush here. In other places in Chiddush, it, it, it points us out, right, when you get to the Meitzer HaGodim, when it comes from the Moyach and to the Leib, there's that narrowing of the neck, which shows on that separation that exists between the Moyach and the Midas. Okay, we'll see that. Another thing over here. What, what? Another thing over here. Since the means that for the aliens to come down to the Right. Both ways. Halah and That's a Yeah, a as well, correct. That every halah has to go through the parsois. And there's another point that Rebbe is trying to say that these parsois, even though the pastor sits at Simpson, but the MS, the point of this Simpson is a gilu. Like every levosh. Every levosh is, is, is to cover and to dress yourself. But the point of the gilui, of the tzimtzum that is, is a gilui luzolose. That's what makes it possible to bring the gilui down even further. No, it's not a little different here. The tzimtzum means it's able to go down. Right. Now we're saying, saying this parcel with the tzimtzum is elevating it. It's doing the opposite thing now. Elevates it to, uh, to, to the world that's above it. Yeah, it's doing something yeah. opposite. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 